Gentlemen, you realize that we've found. Who knows what waits for us in nature's no man's land? Those hands and those eyes! You've got to do something about it! You've got Baffling questions, astounding questions. Earthly or unearthly? Is it human or inhuman? This is It Came From The Bottom, episode one, uh, <laughs> presented by Head Games Entertainment. So with me today are our hosts, Zip Rampy, Adina Broomer, and I'm Jack Allison. So we have a bit of a turkey we're looking at right out of the bat, mm-hmm. to say the least. <laughs> we sat through tolerated, um, whatever you want to call it, Theodore Rex. The future's toughest cop is Katie Coltrane. I'm back. And now, she's getting a new partner. His name is Teddy. Hit me. He's a dinosaur. You two solved this case together. What? What? It's a dinosaur. New partner, Coltrane? <laughs> He's got the style. I'm here for a new look. Step right up. Push the button. He's a cop. Mahalo. You gotta make him look like a real cop. I'm too sexy for my clothes. That thing at the table just clacked at me. He's got horns for you. It's very normal. He's got the charm. <laughs> your mind's shut down and your glands have taken over. And he's got the appetite. <laughs> Cannot eat our only suspect. To come out. Yes. On time. <laughs> Boom. I'm amazing. New Line Cinema presents. Are you think you're going to get somebody? <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Can you just slide your butt? Yeah, that's great. Like that? And introducing. Dougie. Teddy. Sweets. One a customer. <laughs> Theodore Rex. It's a tale you'll never forget. I love when he does that. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where do we begin? Really, where do we begin? Once upon a time in the future. That's where it begins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I guess before we get into the plot itself, so so, had, so so I'm clear, had either of you seen this movie before? I had not seen it no, before. No, I hadn't either. Mm-hmm. And it, was, it went straight to video. Correct. Yeah, it was 1995, went straight to video. So that explains some of why. We never saw this. That would explain it, yeah. Um, I never understand why this movie would not go to theaters. <laughs> hmm. uh, I don't I don't understand why this movie, right. period. Period. So this movie, uh, for those of you who are familiar with it, may be so from different reviewers out there. I know it's been covered by uh, people like How Did This Get Made? have covered it in Nostalgia Critic. People like them have taken a look at this movie and... Open it up. I, that's how I was my, myself familiar with it. I had never actually seen it before, 
And I think it's fair to say I don't think they prepared me for what I had to sit through. Oh, no, no. not at all. No. 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 Um, and I think it's really just because they, they get more into the history behind the movie and all the... Right. But then, but it's like, after I watched it, and even while I was watching it, I was thinking, what is this movie wanting to be? What yeah. was it? Was it was it supposed to be a tribute to Jim Henson and and puppets? Was it supposed to be a kids movie? Was it supposed to be a buddy cop movie? Like it had so much stuff going on, and so much of it wasn't done well <laughs> that I didn't know what it was supposed to be. So yeah. I think marketing wise, they probably had a hard time with it, and it. I, I mean, I was just so confused. But what do you? What, what are we? Yeah, what honestly, are we it honestly reminded me of the dinosaur show that used to come on TV when I was a kid. Yes, I love that show. I love that show. It's almost like they said, you know what? For whatever reason, we can't make this a movie, so let's go ahead and take the idea and make a buddy cop with one of those characters and Whoopi Goldberg. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Which, then, and then, and then, and tragedy. Then. Yes. Th- then, then they actually made it. Then they actually finished it. So right. I'll go ahead and read off. IMDb's description of this movie in an alternate futuristic society a tough female police detective is paired with a talking dinosaur to find the killer of dinosaurs and other prehistoric animals leading them to a mad scientist bent on creating a new Armageddon that's the most I can actually emote with this movie I'm sorry (laughs) so I guess launching straight into it the opening credits this movie yeah what, what, we start out time. once upon a time in the future. In the future. Narrated. All of this is narrated, and they do the Star Wars style text scroll. Right. Yep. Yes. With bullet points. Yes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> they started an opening credit scrawl with bullet points. With bullet points. In whatever the uh, hot font of the day in Windows 95 was. Yeah. I, I don't even know what that was. But. Already, you have you're having problems with this because, as it turns out, they gave you the entire villain's plan and what he what's going to be happening in the exactly. movie. Right, it was right at the front. Yeah, yeah, right, right up front. Right up front. The big reveal by the villain in the final 15 minutes of the movie is bullet pointed for you at yeah. the very beginning. It's ridiculous. I mean, I think it's fair to say that every cop drama, or at some to some degree, even the buddy cop dramas. Stop mm-hmm. or my mom will shoot. Whatever you may look at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank God that's not on the list. <laughs> Even those movies at least give you some sort of sense of mystery, a journey, because you're kind of looking at it from the perspective of the protagonist and just already start out from the get-go, already like, here's what's going to happen. Yeah. Right. So it's it's already insulting. Mm-hmm. And then that brings you back to, well, who is this for? And mm. if it was for kids, then that's even doubly offensive. Mm. Oh, that yeah. you are underestimating your audience in that way. Also, I can only assume the intended audience couldn't read. <laughs> uh, maybe so. Maybe yeah. so. Maybe it was a warning but, for parents. Like, here's what you're looking at. Get out. Yeah. The villain has so an arc. Leave. So it's it's once upon a time in the future. Which there you go. Right. Uh, and then there's some evil scientist who has found a way to clone prehistoric animals. But they talk. But they can talk. They're okay, very because the dinosaurs and they're not scale. Right. <laughs> no, they're they're, <laughs> they're the same not. size. They're the same as size as human humans. Beings. Yeah. Um, 
And then it really, all of that is presented as a way to set up what is about to follow, which is the fact that two, uh, one dinosaur, one uh, um, found out about the evil plan and tried to run away from the evil corporation and got dead. And in probably, compared to the rest of the movie, one of the darkest openings that a kid's movie could possibly open on is black. Yeah, sorry. No, no, no. No, so that's that's (laughs) sort of what I'm coming around to is that. So we start off with a fairy tale. Yep. Then we move immediately to science fiction. Then we move to cop drama. Yep. And yet the whole, just like the trailer is presented, is a, it's a kid, but it's a kid's movie. Uh, there is so much stuff going on just in that and that really does inform your viewing experience for the rest of the movie for the next hour and a half you have no idea what genre we're going for right if they didn't know what they wanted to do then there's no way we're gonna know Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I had no idea up until now that a movie's tone could be schizophrenic. It's just right. it's ridiculous. <laughs> they they managed it. But yeah, starting so, out, bravo. Starting out, it's it opens after the credit scroll uh, uh, scroll on a black and white scene, a creepy long haired guy in a trench coat running with a gun behind his back, which seems kind of impractical, searching <laughs> through the woods for something, and. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. Does he find the dinosaur when it when it opens up, or he uh, he he eventually finds yeah, the dinosaur yeah, yeah. who is just randomly standing on a bridge. I don't know why it took him five minutes to find him. And right. a butterfly in color for some yes. reason. Yes, and then so he releases a colorful butterfly which flies and lands on the dinosaur's nose and then explodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Kids movie. Yeah. Yes, and the explosion was quite impressive. It was. Mm-hmm. It, that's it was. one of the things they got right. The first of many <laughs> impressive explosions. Yes. Yeah. But then we then we cut immediately from there to our titular character Theodore Rex. It was a dream. Uh, well, yeah, it, you, you're you're initially led to believe a dream, mm-hmm. but later on we find out a couple of times dinosaurs are connected. Yes, yes. dinosaurs. I guess they were all cloned from the same DNA. Other. Yes, That's yes. So somehow they are connected. Connected emotionally and. Yes. Sensorily? I don't know yeah. how to so say that. If, if you like Jim Henson, if you like uh, cop dramas, and you like AWA, then this is the perfect movie for you. <laughs> so please, by all means. But for those of you who aren't, um, but, you know, so from then on, we spend the next couple minutes of the opening credits mm-hmm. looking at Theodore Rex and, and his morning routine, which already I'm just... Right. It's basically just this guy in a very awkward dinosaur costume Walking around and doing what I think is the worst example of bad improv, which is t- saying what you're doing as you're doing it. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And you know what? The only person who's done that right is Samuel L. Jackson in Long Kiss Goodnight, where he sings all his shit. Okay? That's going to put my gun in my pocket. Okay? That's so he could remember it. Yes. But he was singing to the music that was playing for the movie. Mm. Teddy yes. was singing along to the music. Uh, uh, and I even wrote it down. I'm like, is he singing with 
the music? So what you're saying is this movie would have been better if it had Samuel L. Jackson as Theodore Rex. <laughs> yes. Well, Come on. Cookies, motherfucker! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah, because that's one of the things Teddy loves. He loves cookies. Yeah. Right? As w- uh, yes. Which we don't find out until the very end of the getting ready sequence. Oh, right. Yes. Oh, yes. And then in because... the getting ready sequence, mm-hmm. too, he has this whole thing of rubby, rubber duckies, right? Yes. But he gets in yeah. the shower. And then he g- <laughs> that's right, he does. <laughs> he gets he in does. the shower. He, he has like five yeah, rubber duckies, duckies lined in the shower, up, puts them in the, in the bathtub, and then he gets in the shower. What the? S- yeah. Such bullshit. Like, can you hear yeah. me? Like, I'm mad right now. Yes. I am and so this is, mad yes. right now. I, I wrote this down about so three mad. minutes in, and I already hate him. Right. And then, oh. and then his dog, who looks just like Benji. Yes. Which, okay. Why did he have a dog? But, why did he have a dog? But I would like to point out the dog is named Zippy. Yeah. I just wanted to point that out. Continue. Yeah, he, has, he has a pet dog who looks just like Benji, who yes. I loved. And I'm like, why do you have a dog? Why Why is there a dog? Why? Why? <laughs> I, I've, oh, because kids God. and jingling right. keys in front of the camera. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. So the, so the dog can do the cutesy dance later. Yes. Right. Because that oh, is yeah. so, oh, yeah. That, oh, my that's God. That's a thing. Oh that's a thing. That's later. We'll, that's we'll later. get there. We'll get there. All right. So oh. the so, dinosaur finally gets ready. Yes. But no, how does he finish getting ready? Uh, he can't the, leave the house without his, his cookie, cookie machine. Cookie machine. Yes. He has a cookie which, machine. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Which Pee Wee's breakfast machine puts to shame by a yes. mile, by the way. Right. But so uh, apparently cookies give him Tourette syndrome of some kind because once he sees one or tastes one or holds one, cookies, 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 cookies. Yeah. 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 I don't even yeah. know how the co- cookie machine works because he's standing in the doorway and then he just turns around and is like, cookie! And this machine launches, launches a cookie a at cookie. him, yeah. which he is able to determine is macadamia nut midair right. before yes. he catches it yes. and yeah. then walks out the door. Maybe yes. he uses AWA powers. For Maybe. That's all I can... I don't know. So, folks, I don't know how long into this episode we are right now, but just keep in mind, this is about um, three minutes into the movie. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. And he's leaving to get ready because he's going to go help with the investigation of this dead dinosaur. That he had a vision had of a while vision he was sleeping. Of while he was sleeping. Yes. yes. Yeah. So we, we are establishing that he is a police officer. We'll get into that shortly. Now, now next we cut to our other hero in this movie. Uh, the only star power this movie really had going for it, which was um, Whoopi Goldberg. In a but Armin Mueller's doll. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Of course. <laughs> sorry. Household names. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. And this is yeah. this is '90s <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg back when she was a hot ticket. So, this is a uh, Whoopi Goldberg in what looks like a city designed by a Tim Burton knockoff of some kind. Did you guys get that? You know what? I was yeah. watching, and I, I at one point I saw this stuff, and I I wrote down, "Is that plastic sheeting?" Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, because this movie at the time was like thirty million, wasn't it? Wasn't it? The the budget is thirty three point five million dollars. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So I'm looking at this stuff. I'm like, plastic sheeting. Really? You just you go to Lowe's and you just picked up some stuff and you yep. threw it up there. That's yeah. What that's it looked exactly like, what including it looked like. the coat he was wearing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. To, to make matters better, we we open on Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, Examining, I believe, a, a car chase or no, of some kind. No, she's she's scouting with her partner, and we yes. see a truck chasing a man. As if this movie wasn't already dated enough in rollerblades. Yeah. So, once upon a time in the future, in the nineties. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Which great yeah. start. Yes. Yeah. And they're being chased by 
What were they? I have no idea. Sapheads. Sapheads. But did they ever establish what they were? No, they never talked about what they were, how they got the way they were, how they, why they looked the way they did with their red eyes and the yeah, red glowing eyes and like mossy, tubey looking. They didn't speak. They made noises. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. So basically, if you want a visual on these characters, if you were to watch the movie Dark City and take any of the uh, the aliens in that movie. And have them voiced by Jawas. That's what you're looking at with us. <laughs> yes. They, yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 they that's got it. the eyes. That's it. So. Because yeah. they have that creepy Hellraiser kind of look to them, but then they're like, it's right. right. It was weird. They they were weird. Yeah, they had the baby the cartoonish noises, and their leader, Spinner was his name. Yeah. yeah. With who the, looked like he had been assembled from various body parts. parts. Yeah, and his voice. Had the high cartoonish oh voice my gosh. as well. Yeah. Which yeah. made me sad because right, and that guy's a really good actor. Bud Court, yeah, yeah, played yeah. the character who He's Harold really Maude, one of my favorites. <gasps> right, and it was like how the mighty have fallen. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. hey, I guess you got to do what you got to do. I but guess. anyway, so yeah, so so she is uh, getting on this truck to uh, to stop these uh, wrongdoers for, what, for whatever reason, and then she ends up getting knocked off. I made a note of this. She ends up, they rip off Indiana Jones in this movie. Yeah, they do. You're right. Except she's on a table instead, so, you know, less yeah. dangerous. <laughs> a table that a dead body was just lying on. Yeah. Yeah. So she's hanging. So, again, this is a kid's movie. Already <laughs> we're just way off the rails. I mean, mm-hmm. there's shootings, there's explosions, there's dead bodies. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then it cuts yeah. from there to a, a dead dinosaur. That's what we see next. So the kid's going into the, if If I was a kid renting this movie... Excited! Oh look, dinosaurs! Yay! Happy, uh, cartoonish dinosaurs! Super, whatever. To see that all of a sudden, hey, look, it's dead. Mm-hmm. Look, hey, it's Kermit. Oh, now he's dead. Now, I mean, that's basically—it's just a, such a jarring. Yeah. It really yeah. is. I mean, and they—and I have to say, you know, the—they did do a good job with the the dinosaur. Yes. Outfit. I don't know yeah. <laughs> exactly. How you see the costume, suits, the costume, whatever, whatever the yeah. the animatronic thing. Um, but the dead dinosaur looked like looked like looked a dead like dinosaur, a, yeah. and it's like that's yeah. not cool. No, <laughs> that's not good at all for kids that are have already just seen lots of shoot 'em up, bang bang. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So uh, following that. Whoopi Goldberg, something happens with the truck. I think she they get away because yeah. we see them later on. So they get right. away uh, with whatever they were doing. And we next go to a policeman's ball, I believe it was, where we meet a couple different characters. The police commissioner was oh, there. Oh, yes. Oh, well, it's, it's, a, it's, it's sort of like a high society ball that's going on at the Natural History Museum. Can we go back for just one second? Sure, I want to go sure. back to, oh, yeah. because um, we uh, Teddy meets up with this when they see the dead dinosaur, yeah. and he goes to the scene, right? And there's this other cop Which is named a- Sarah. Correct. Okay. This actor, whoever played Sarah, was completely and utterly committed to her role. Yes, she was. I loved her. She was okay? great. She was great. And <laughs> she, I thought, oh, she maybe. truly believed she was talking to a dinosaur. Yeah. Yes. And and what and and the reason why I want to go back is because this was one of those things where I was like, okay, is there going to be a relationship between Sarah and Teddy? Like, that's what I thought. I'm like, yeah, oh, is they... there going to be a remote romantic relationship? And then Sarah. And then never we never comes see her again. Back. Yeah. We never see her again. And she was she was so good. She was so grounded. She was so real, and and I was like, "Well, what can't Sarah come back?" I, and she never. Does. I feel she never did actress because she was like this. She she 
she was like, "This is it. This is my next. Uh, this is my big break. This is where it's going to turn corners." And yeah, yeah. no. I yeah. mean, yeah. I, I, don't, yeah. I haven't looked at her IMDb myself, but I hope for her sake yes, that she's done more I because do and God bless her. Mm-hmm. Oh no, absolutely right. And that's and that's when I wrote. Um, some people are in a totally different movie. Yeah. So because the the way people were pro- portrayed, Bud Court's character, mm-hmm. the the sap heads, Whoopi, all of these people, and then you get Sarah, who's very real and grounded, and I'm like, okay, so. Where who are we? What movie are we in? What's going on here? So that so yeah, that's yeah. why I wanted to go back to that. So I don't, yeah, okay. And, and then this particular crime scene, I had to write this down. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a plastic clown figure standing next to one of the light poles. Right. It was like and it's not until much later. I mean, it's seriously like 30 minutes later that they refer back to this crime scene as the Carnival Cemetery. What? <laughs> First right. of all, what is a carnival cemetery? Right. <laughs> Secondly, it's already creepy enough for the kids that you got a dead dinosaur mm-hmm. next to a creepy clown figure right. yeah. in the carnival cemetery. cemetery. So now all I can picture is dead clowns, which are hiding right. underneath <laughs> the dead dinosaur, apparently. <laughs> You clearly didn't read on the uh, on the footnotes of the movie. Oh yeah, the, right. The, the spinoff novels. Oh yeah. The lore of Theodore Rex. Oh, <laughs> must have. Also, speaking of the light poles, are these the crime scene lights that the police use, or are these leftover right. carnival lights? Because they provided no, no light. light source yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> the dead dinosaur body is still in complete shadow. Right. <laughs> All you can really see is the outline. Right. And and the and I also noticed it's the same strand of lights they use later on when there's a helicopter scene that yes. Spinner is driving. Yes. Yeah. Or flying. Yeah. It's yeah. the same strip of lights. And they provide absolutely no light for flying a helicopter in the middle of the night. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Are you implying these people are incompetent? No. No. No, I'm, 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 what I'm stating <laughs> is that they really mismanaged their $33 million yes, budget. Yes, there it is. No. There it yes. is. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, from there okay. we go to this high, high yes. upper class society, uh, a party. It's a yes. uh, indoors, and this is where uh, Theodore Rex approaches the police commissioner mm-hmm. about taking the case of the dead dino, who yes. he shuts him down out the bat. Uh, no one takes him seriously. We're, it's the, you know, the, Unlikely hero we're already going with, so it's already telegraphing that to us. Mm-hmm. And uh, next we meet our, well, who it's pretty much told us in the opening credits, so it's no spoiler, he's the villain. Right. Yes. Elazar Kane. Yes. And his uh, his assistant, whose name escapes me because I don't think it, I remember hearing it mentioned. I don't think it even she matters. She was British, though. Which Juliet yes. Landau. Juliet Landau I plays. Down, I wrote yes. down, does she ever age? Right. I don't think she does. She, she still looks age. exactly the she same. She looked exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. So, so so they show up and and it's revealed that Elazar Kane is the man who's created all of these uh, all these dinosaurs who, who brought them all back. He's bringing back different species that are have been endangered. Yes, uh, all this fun stuff, and this comes to my almost my my biggest qualm with this movie in general is its editing is abysmal, and this is an example of it. Mm-hmm. There is a scene where they're talking and he says. Um, the, the very like Bond villain accent he got he has going on. Teddy is my crowning achievement. And I'm like, why? But <laughs> so they're talking to Teddy, and the woman excuses herself. The British lady she excuses herself, and 
she goes, excuse me, while they're talking. And then it immediately cuts to her introducing Elazar Kane to come up to give a speech. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So immediately jumps. And that's just one example. This happens so much in the movie mm-hmm. where it just completely jumps any kind of transition in between that. Where it's like, what, what, weren't they just talking? Well, uh, and you know what? I bet a lot of that may have explained a lot of stuff that we had questions about. You mm-hmm. know? Because there was a lot of stuff that never got explained in this movie. Right. Ever. No, no. Um, but yet there are also in the same scene like three sequences in a row where Teddy, it is made obvious from the very beginning, Teddy is very clumsy when it comes to his tail. Yes. So there are three scenes in a row at this same party party. where he unintentionally whacks somebody across the head or hits them in the stomach or accidentally hits the woman in the butt and she turns around and throws champagne in the face of the guy next to her. Yes. And yet the very next thing we see is when he realizes there are cookies... At the dessert table, <laughs> he is able to make his tail wrap all the way around behind the guy serving the food who says only one cookie per customer. That's right. Which, customer, really? Right. And and is able to wrap it around the guy and delicately tap him on the shoulder yeah. to make him turn around and think, oh, the server that's passing me right now must need my yes. attention and walks off. Yes. Well, oh, my gosh, I wrote that down. Now... I- <laughs> I did. You'd think he'd have better control of his tail. And immediately I wrote, oh, he does. He does. But yet when it's convenient for comedy's sake. Right. He's completely inept. He wants you to think that. Maybe he's just a diabolical bastard. Maybe. Because it happens multiple times throughout the entire film. It's like slapping people in the face, hitting people in the gut. And then then yet delicately yes. is able to make his tail wrap around a man's neck and pull him up by yes. it. We're forgetting most importantly here, he is a T-Rex. He has those genetics. They are predators. They are vicious. And mm-hmm. so... Oh, no, that comes in later. That oh, yes. comes in oh, yes. later. Oh, yes. But the tail is a little bit his way. I'm actually... Oh, my God, I'm actually defending mm-hmm. this movie. Why are you doing no, 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 this no, no, right no. now? I'm sorry. But see, here's... Well, <laughs> let's get away from that because <laughs> the whole reason I brought it up was to say that because of that editing... Why didn't they say when she excuses herself and walks away, they could have inserted one of those tail slap moments to break it up and give her time to get where she needs to be instead of trying to go for joke, joke, joke. Oh, here's advancing the story. Or be even lazier. Just add another shot of him eating another damn cookie. But again, something to show that time is is passing. That has passed. Exactly. So uh, what next? So, So yes, she excuses herself. She introduces him. We get more cookie gags, yuck, yuck. Mm-hmm. And uh, next we get to uh, we get to the part where he meets, uh, he gets assigned to the case because yeah. they think it'd be, a good, it'd be good publicity to give a dinosaur the case. Yes. Right. And this is where he meets his partner, played by Whoopi Goldberg. Yes. And already we're in trouble here because she approaches him and she says almost like what you imagine she'd be saying when she actually got pitched the movie, he's a dinosaur. 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 Yeah. I mean, it yeah. just yeah, yeah. It, so all of all of a sudden, there's a they 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 say speciesist in this. Oh yes. Are you yes. a speciesist? Are you a speciesist? What are you a so, speciesist? So so I'm like, okay. So, but we never get the answer why she doesn't want to be paired up with a dinosaur. So it's like, okay, how long have a dinosaur's been around? First of all, right? 
in this there, movie. There are okay? many of them. Right, okay. So it should be commonplace by now. But right, some exactly. treat them like they're a, a strange thing. Sometimes. Exactly, right? And so, so she's going off the rails about him being a dinosaur. And I thought, what? <laughs> how did you, I mean, how do you even motivate that? Yeah. Right. Did, did a dinosaur once eat your partner? Well, I mean, right. what's and if the, that's the case, then why didn't yeah, we have exactly. that explained to us? Hmm. Right. And plus, her character is is a is a is a hybrid. Okay. Which oh, no, also. No, no. Oh never, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Which also never gets explained. Oh, okay. No. And so, and she's also a pariah in her own department. Which why? Right. Why is she a pariah? Exactly. So we've got she's already a speciesist. Okay. Yeah. She's a pariah in her own department, and she kind of got back, pulled back from the dead like RoboCop-ish, yeah. right? Okay. She's kind of RoboCop. Apparently, multiple times. Okay. Right. None of that gets explained. Never. Ever. So I. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't have words. I can't words. <laughs> I can't words right now. Well, I mean, it's just they're, they're just introduce. They throw so much at you. It's like here, here's a strange shape. Tell us what this is. I mean, it's just that's basically what they're doing. They're jingling keys in front of your face and telling you and trying to help you figure mm-hmm. out what's what they're jingling at you at the same time. It's just it's it's it just doesn't make sense. And you know, she she meets Theodore Rex and she's acting. You know, he's a dinosaur. And that's just a, a, a to step off of that really quickly. Mm-hmm. She, her character has no consistent arc in this movie. The entire oh, time, no. it's supposed to be like this almost robotic character. Like, I'm a tough cop. I'm a tough cop. But then there are just random times where she'll just be lighthearted for no reason. Right. Teddy Rex and she have nothing that ha- actually happens between them. No bonding experiences Mm-mm. that should make her want to have the arc. Because, folks, it's 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 a little bit of a spoiler at this point in the movie, but it goes without saying it's it's a buddy cop movie. There's going to be one that's going to have a change of heart towards the other one. And that's just how every single one of them works. Mm-hmm. And this is no different. But hers just makes no sense. But yeah. So, the, anyways, they, they get together. They decide to, to leave and go on the case. They they hop into Teddy Rex's car, which reminded me of the uh, the police cruisers in the original Mad Max movie. Oh, yeah. And where they had to make a point of showing that, yes, his tail is inserted in this thing. Just stupid. Uh, yeah. Dumb. Uh, it's even labeled tail, whatever, something. Uh, yeah, storage something. or something like yeah. that. Tail storage. I think that was it. Yeah. And then, again, another example of just how terrible this editing is. They bump, they crash into a statue right in front of the museum where they are. Yes. And and immediately it cuts to the bro- the damage and them already outside of the car. So right. again, just another example of just... Mm. just Terrible mm. editing, yes. Again, I get that the, the, the suit is just held to probably maneuver, but... Oh, I'm sure. Just yeah. something. Um, uh, so from there they go to a museum. And they walk around. Teddy gets the heebie-jeebies because he's seeing skeletons of dinosaurs that he is are different species than what he is. Correct. And he still gets... He still calls them ancestors, yes. and they meet what I had to like. Just I, I just couldn't get past this. They meet a dinosaurologist. Yes, I wrote that down. Yes. Dinosaurologist. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. just this woman who's just casually sleeping at at the, at, at her work table, yes. who says, "Yeah, I'm a dinosaurologist." Yes, because this is where they've sent the body of the dead dinosaur. Dead because obviously he wouldn't go to a people morgue. Yes, he goes to the. Museum, Museum of, of Natural, Natural History, History to be examined or an autopsied yeah. by a yeah. Yeah, because, you know, yeah. We don't have anything like that. We don't have anything called, uh, you know, the, it goes by another name for a study of dinosaurs, paleontology. What's that? I don't 
<laughs> well, no, because that doesn't get into the actual biology <laughs> well, of a cloned right. dinosaur. Right. So well, then, which, what do you call but that? See, which I, happened once upon a time in the future. Right. This is even more so why I think this is absolute bullshit. This, 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 uh, this field. Wait, because, just now? No, 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 no. This is bullshit. Prime example. She she presents herself as a dinosaurologist, and then while they're doing the while they're taking a look at the dinosaur, Teddy Rex comes forward and says. Let me check his tail. All dinosaurs have unique tail prints. And he puts it on a scanner. If she's a dinosaurologist, why hasn't she done this? Right. Why hasn't she knowledge? already done right. this? Why doesn't yeah. she know? So yeah. all the more proof why that's a bullshit position. Yes. Pretty much. Yeah. Yes. Plus just, she was asleep. It's so yeah. It, it just it <laughs> makes no sense. And did we, we touch yeah. more on the whole psychic dinosaurs? Dinosaurs thing, which... feel for each other. Yes. Yes. So next we get, oh, they split up. Whoopi goes to visit a, one of you guys are going to have to tell me what this guy was for because I, I either I blanked out on that scene or just couldn't understand what was going on. That scene where she has that talk with that guy while Teddy's car is being attacked, which we'll get to. Oh, um, oh, with Spinner, right? That was, um, now that was a weird the, doctor guy. Yeah. that was the one who had the other body, the one That's that right. she had been the chasing that, that was chasing. on the truck. Yeah, he had yes. the other body. He had the other body, okay. so I guess yeah. that was technically Long the hair, people more. Highlander or, looking yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just a way It was for, very strange. And again, he looked like he was in a completely different film a as well. A completely exactly. different film. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That was set up to look like a horror suspense yes, kind of exactly. scene. Or a character yeah. from Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Crazy. So that and that's just more purpose to distract us from Teddy's car being attacked, but they tell him, you know, scare him, not don't break him, whatever right. they say to him. Right. So all those like little Jawa in grown ass men's bodies with red eyes start attacking him in his stupid ass car. They uh they they tear it apart. They I think they jizz on it because they there's like a bunch of white it, stuff all over like it's done. Or from Willy Wonka during the the Wonka the Kanye, Wonka, wash. The Wonka yeah. wash thing. That's yes. what it looked like. Yes. And and then it, it's just meanwhile he he's sitting in the driver's seat the whole time doing absolutely nothing. nothing. No, 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 no. He's, yeah. he's just yelling comedy at gold. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> that that's just all I heard. Just noise yes, pretty terrible. much. Terrible. So they've analyzed his car and, and leave him alive for some reason. And then they go back to the police station where we see the animatronic kind of backfiring because it's, it's it, this is the scene where I started to see the lip flaps not. They did not the sync up yes. with the voice right. at all. Yeah, they did not. And did you guys feel, what did you guys think of the voice actor for this character? <sighs> I, I don't think there was anything particularly like wrong or bad. Right. Yeah. About this particular actor's voice, um, there were some choices that I did not understand. For example, this scene where he goes into requisition a new car, and then just loses his mind yes. on the yes. the front yes. desk cop. Right, I wrote. He and, doesn't. And, and, and yeah, that's what I said. He doesn't I said, believe in violence, but then he exactly. gets goes ape shit at thirty eight minutes in. Because he had just said when uh, Whippy mentioned something about where's his gun. Right. You know, because the car is total. Well, where's your gun? He's, oh, I don't carry a gun. I don't believe in violence. And not two seconds later, when this guy says, no, you can't have another car, he goes ballistic on him. I mean, it's such a foul mood swing. Oh, I'm going to get, I'll eat you. I mean, just starts yelling at this guy. Why can't I have another car like a three year old having a tantrum? Yeah. And again, he's a cop. I mean, just. But he doesn't believe in violence. Yes. It's. 
and and that comes to one of the most insulting lines for me later in the movie. But so they they do some research. They find out this dead dinosaur uh, is uh, related somehow to a Molly Rex. Yeah, and are all uh, all of them I don't are know. all their last names Rex? Apparently, Theodore, all of their last Molly, names are Rex. All of them were Rex. Any of okay. them that are modeled after the T Rex. Yeah, they're all last named Rex. They are all last named Rex. Had some scary implications. What comes up later, but <laughs> so so we go to this nightclub, which it's almost like it's ripped straight from that scene from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's except the ex- not as awesome. It's the extinct. Where is it? I wrote it down. Where is it? What's it? What it's called? Uh, extinct species club. Yes. Yeah. Where they are greeted by who I affectionately called gay stereotype dinosaur. Yep. Oh. Yep. Overtly gay yes. stereotype. <laughs> yes. And I think African tribal stereotype that weird. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. It just it, and, He's and then sort of like the shaman priest kind of dude, which is never explained. It isn't. It's just who. Is the DJ yeah. for the yeah. club something right. like that? Yeah, yeah. I, you you created all, this. Elazar Kane guy created all these dinosaurs, and they give them these goofy voices. Again, I know it's a kids movie. I'm keeping that in mind, but right. I mean, there's not a smart dinosaur. There's, I mean, it's just no, no. So they, they're in this nightclub, and they introduce uh, the lead singer, Molly Rex, Molly which Rex. is basically the exact same. Uh, suit as Theodore Rex, but with makeup and a dress on. Yes. Pretty much. Voiced by Carol Kane. Yes. Yes. Oh, how and, the mighty have fallen. Oh, yeah. no kidding. Yeah. And I love oh, Carol Kane. I love Kane. her so I love Carol Kane. much. And then First of this. all, our introduction to her is her coming up, coming out from behind the curtain, joining the band, and singing this song. I don't know about you, I did not understand a single yes. lyric to that song. I have the clip if you'd like me to play it. Oh. And now, my applause for the bodacious Cretaceous, Mesozoic Mama, Miss Molly Rex. So our first introduction to this woman is <laughs> Yeah. And, and it was like she was trying somebody told her to channel Mae West. That's all I could um, yeah, I wrote that down too. Mae yeah, West. That's, Mae West. That's all I, I could deduct from that. Yeah. I can still understand Mae West better than that. But again, this yeah. comes back to the editing too, because they just didn't her voice was always so soft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's terrible. And um Let's see. I, I wrote down here. Okay, so they they meet back up in her dressing room after the show, and already there are sparks flying because the plot said so between Theodore Teddy and, and exactly. Yeah. He's he's been infatuated with her for a for while. For a long yeah, time. Yeah. That's right. And that's where they're like, "Sorry to say, your husband has died. Um, yeah, your your husband's been killed." Yeah. And she says, uh, "Oh no, he wasn't my husband. He was my roommate." But I had yeah. to watch this movie twice to learn right. that because I thought the entire time that they were related, which baffled me, sorry, married, which right. baffled me because, I mean, what comes up later with the funeral stuff, but oh God. I, the reason I didn't hear it was because he talks right over her. I have yeah. one more clip I'll play here of that part where he says that to her. Hey, come on. We're looking for a killer here. Whoa. Killer? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, Mrs. Rex, um, I'm sorry to say that... Th- your husband, Oliver, was murdered last night. Oh, 
Did he have any enemies oh, that you knew of? Murder. Oh, wait. Wait a second. Ollie was my husband. What? He was my Great. roommate. Oh. Uh, no, that's bad. Uh, I mean, uh... Cookies. See? Yeah, it's completely covered. See? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is They're completely both... covered. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. The, the, the first time I watched this, I was just so confused as to why she was treating her husband, her ex-husband, her late husband, former right. shit. Yeah. 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 And it wasn't. It was her roommate. But still... Yeah. Well. yeah, and and so that that's the case. Yeah. They they were roommates, and uh, and that's really the lead on the case. She's trying to help them get connected to solving this murder, but her character, other than being a romantic interest, really served no purpose. None that's right. whatsoever. Well, except for at the end, she becomes oh, well, the damsel in distress. Well, well, right. Exactly. Yeah, but but that's I mean, but that goes along with the whole right love interest thing. Yes. Which you have to have in every action right. slash of buddy course. cop movie. You have to save a girl. Slash science fiction slash fantasy <laughs> slash kids movie. So then examining later on, they come to a, 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 bunch, a bunch of street urchins, uh, because we still use that term. Yes. Uh, who look like the Lost Boys from Hook. Well, and you know what? I put, did we all of a sudden enter the Wiz? <laughs> yes. Yeah, because that whole graffitied wall yes. and everything. I or, was no, like, we've entered the grid. The, yes. The, yeah. Because the that's grid. what it's referred that's to as the grid. To. I yeah. still don't know what the hell the grid I don't, is. I don't know what it is either. But apparently that is different from where the dinosaurs live. Yes. Because the grid is like Gotham. And where the dinosaurs live is like Disneyland. Right. It makes yeah. no sense. Right. And they, it's just the, the kid, the head of that group is a, a close friend with Whoopi Goldberg because we need to have a kid in a kid's movie, I suppose. Need that trope checked off the list. Right. Yep. And we never really get the explanation of why they are connected. Mm -hmm. It has something to do with his dad. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, well, it. He, he's he's Whoopi's damsel in distress, really. Well, right. That, that's a, but, but it's, it's just why, forced conflict. Yeah, it's just. And they they're playing hockey. They have all this very elaborate makeup on. One of them had Braveheart makeup on his face. Yes. I noticed. <laughs> and it's just, do you do this every single time you go out to play hockey? Because right. that seems pretty tedious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they Theodore Rex shows off how he's good at playing hockey with his dang ass tail. Uh, right, which God. normally means he has very no much. Right, over. he has no control yeah. over. Yeah. And then we finally visit the our villain's hideout, which is pretty. Bo he, he hides in plain sight, of course, because yes. he's not yep. outed for being evil yet. Right. Uh, which is the last zoo on Earth, where all of the endangered animals have been recreated there. And I've noted here, it has for the last zoo on Earth, endangered animals. There's almost no security at this place whatsoever. Right. None. Right. Not a gun None. in sight. Right. Uh, and they never explain why it's the only place that has live animals. Yeah. Like what has happened to them? Oh, we'll get to that. I mean, that comes in oh, that dear. comes into the vil into the, into the villain scheme later, but you're from a logical standpoint, no, it makes no sense. Yeah. And this is it's here where Kane reveals uh, Elazar Kane reveals that he is and I wrote this down because this is what I could make from what he said, injecting fish into people, ice fish into people. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. So Their they essence. Yes. So they can freeze and thaw. Yes, because a freezer cryogenics don't exist in the future, but fish and ice fish <laughs> injections do. And so do rollerblades. Yeah. Right. Still. Yes. <laughs> and then our next thing, arcade games, which is what they use to lure the kid into oh the trap. God. 
so this kid's playing Wait. hockey, and he sees a, a an arcade game, like an old 80s-style arcade game, and is like, hey, let me go, I'm ADD, let me go check this out. Exactly. And starts filling with it, and then they pull him in, and then they haul the... They haul the entire arcade The game. entire right. cardboard box yes. that has blinking lights on it. Yes. With the kid inside of it. Yes. yes. They haul the whole thing yes. back to the lair. Right. The only way they could have made that cheesier would be to just to have a big crate open with a carrot underneath it. I mean, just, right. just <laughs> pretty much. It's pretty essentially much. that for children. So, what? meanwhile, back to the comedy. <laughs> they go to the funeral of... This uh, this dead dinosaur from the beginning, oh. where we learn that dinosaur funerals, the the custom go to is to liquefy the dinosaurs, put them into flower vases, and the attendants of the funeral get to take those flowers home. Yes. So the essence of the dead dinosaur is infused now in the flowers. Yes. Yes. And then, as we know from all the other scenes, they eat the flowers. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. Most dinosaurs right. in this world, uh, even the carnivores, uh, like, like Theodore Rex, are vegetarians. They're trying to quit meat. Yeah. And that's never explained. No. Never no. explained. Either. No. Um, so, again, this is essentially going to a funeral. If your grandmother passed away, she gets cremated, and eat, everybody gets a handful, a little plastic Ziploc baggie of full of her ashes, ashes to take home. Yeah. Pretty much. This is the equivalent of this movie is establishing here. So just, it, it, and then, then eating the ashes. It's just, it's, just, it's, it's gross. Um, and then the weird tribal thing with the the drums playing yeah. and, the, mm-hmm. and, the and they all start chanting yeah. and then the chanting starts completely mismatching with the actual drum thing yes. going on. And then I guess Molly Rex decides, you know what? Nothing gets me hotter than a funeral. So they go back to her apartment. Yeah. They go back to they his, go apartment. To his, his apartment. apartment. His apartment. They go his back apartment. to his apartment. Yes. And I wrote that. I wrote, why did he take her to he his place? He takes her back to so his place. So they can place. say cookies a few more times. Oh they God. say cookies. They and then do, they do a, dance. a horrible, horrible dance, <laughs> which Wait. Zippy the dog dances with them Better. and then gets knocked off his bed by his by clumsy his tail. tail. Yeah. And this is, uh, note for all you filmmakers out there, whoever hoped, ever aspire to work with suits like this like those big dinosaur bulking suits don't have them dance don't have they're very hard to move in this is why robot robocop never had a dance scene for oh, multiple reasons it, right. it'll, it'll be cgi now so. it, well, that's true in fact a, a note i had that uh, a side note is that most people thought this was going to be a cgi dinosaur going in which that's right 95 can you imagine how terrible that would have looked oh. But, yeah, well, the, the dinosaurs obviously can't move, but they decided to have them dance anyway, and it just right. is awful. It's like me at junior prom. But it, it's, just, it's a bad experience, and so they have that. Um, let's see. And then she ends up in the tub. What? She takes a bath in his apartment, Yeah. and she's wearing a towel. Did you see a different movie than I did? It's there, no, I'm telling because you. Because that's when she gets kidnapped, I must have right? blacked yeah. out. Yeah. That's when she, you <laughs> yeah. must have. Because yeah. that's when she gets kidnapped. She yeah. gets kidnapped. Oh, well. In the tub. Or but she's wearing a towel. Nap. Okay, good, good. It wasn't like a Howard the Duck situation. Well, nap. and I even yeah. wrote that. Howard, is this supposed to be Howard the Duck? This movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank God, no dino tits. <laughs> oh, Lordy. <laughs> so, now now we get next to their next, uh, their next lead, which is this entity called the Toymaker. Oh, my God. Yes. This was actually... My favorite part of the whole movie. It was? Because of the puppet in the bag. Yeah. Okay? That's, uh, that yeah. puppet was phenomenal. I loved that guy, yeah. and I would watch a whole movie about that guy. 
Okay, that was my favorite part. The guy in the back. And it seems like it's its yeah. own movie. The whole yes. section, though. It yeah. really is, yeah. yeah. Because they f- they find out about the toy maker, so they have to find the toy maker. It leads them to this place called Dead Storage, which is literally storage pods with dead bodies in them. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so they're searching for clues. They come across this bell. He rings the bell. The bag pops open, and a little blue Frankenstein monster-looking dude with He's giant cartoon best. eyes pops up and starts talking to them. Because and then said, we're in a completely, completely different, different movie. movie. Yeah. Because they said, you know what, we have we have another couple hundred thousand. Let's go ahead and have them make another Let's puppet. make some yeah. tiny puppets. Yeah. yeah, and they were tiny puppets. And they were. Yeah. And they worked well. I love that guy. Yeah. But yeah. In, until one of them, another puppet, this worm puppet shows up, yeah. and then so he just, for no reason, turns into the butterfly. Or whatever his name. Right. Yeah. He yeah. turns into that weird CGI butterfly we saw. He's yeah. like a little white caterpillar-looking thing that turns yeah. into a magical butterfly. Yeah. But for no purpose. They establish that these are exploding Other than butterflies. just yeah, to go explosives. let the toy maker know. That's what the toy maker is making. He's making exploding He's butterflies. Making these, yeah. And then this little worm puppet, for no reason at all, goes reading rainbow on our asses. And then we're <laughs> left with no explosions either. Nothing follows that. No, nothing. Just, no. It just flies away. It just flies away. Because it was, yeah, they, they determined that's how they got the clue to the toy maker in the first place, was that he was creating exploding di- and or, uh, butterflies. And he specifically says, the crime lab guy says... It explodes on contact. Yes. Yeah. Doesn't it touch? One this of them? dude has butterflies laying all over, over the table. Yes. Nothing explodes. Nothing yeah. explodes. It, it, yeah. And now, <laughs> and this is where we. That's a good point. This is where we meet the toy maker. Yep. Who, for reasons, is dressed amazingly. Yes. Oh yeah. He, he is, reminded me of Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. Like, wasn't he in that? If only. Uh, he may have been. Uh, I probably. Think he was in it. Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He he is dressed in a full samurai garb. And because, again, just a guy right. hanging out in a warehouse dressed because. as a samurai. Yep. Um, I guess. Because that's who usually makes toys. I mean, yes. I'm, I'm at least glad he and can express himself. And exploding butterflies. Yeah. Oh, my God. And they decide to interrogate him, which we missed a point earlier. They've made a point up until now, a running joke with Teddy having bad breath. Whoopi Goldberg is oh, driven right. crazy by Teddy's yes. breath. Oh, yeah. He thinks his breath is, is minty fresh. That's right. And so... And it's not. Everybody... They, yeah. 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 It, it's set up as terrible. And so it's leading us to believe that they're going to do something with that. And they kind of do. They interrogate this guy to find out what's where was who he's working for and whatnot by breathing on him. That's their first go-to. And it does nothing. He laughs in their faces. So thanks. This setup that you've built up does yeah. nothing, nothing for us. Yeah. But then the other setup, when they first enter dead storage, is that suddenly... Teddy has horrible gas and starts farting. And then a barrage. So when the breath doesn't work, we get the barrage of farts. Sitting on him farting. Sits on top of the toy maker and farts. Thank God we had a fart. While bouncing up and down. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, kids. You like your fart jokes? This movie's got everything for you. Here's as many as we can fit into a two-minute segment. And then what does it, what finally makes him crack is just, again, Straight cut, just yeah. Terrible editing to this is just him threatening to eat him. Eat him. That's that's what makes him crack. Yeah. yeah. It just you think they would reverse that at least. Yes. Yeah. Right. Again, because it'd be funnier if the fart was what made him crack. Ha. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. So yes. Um, from there, we, they they. I'm trying to remember what's next. God, this movie's just, it's, it's like a This it's is like where it gets dream, really yeah? convoluted well, yeah, really then, fast. Because yeah, now it's like, okay, we've done all of our major 
investigations, it's finally leading them back to the actual bad guy. Act three, fifteen. And then everything happens all at once. Yes. The kid. So the kid's already been kidnapped. They go back and kidnap Molly from her bathtub. That whole thing with the note. The guy showing the kid the note. Yeah. So it was like sounded out. What can he not read? Yeah. Can do we? Yeah. Do we? Yeah. What? I, I'm oh. They, they've kidnapped the kid. They've kidnapped Molly Rex, yes. and they're holding them hostage. That's also why they go to the toy maker to, to interrogate him as to where they are. Yes. Yep. They find out that it's at Elazar Kane's compound, mm-hmm. and they fly there. With, oh, sorry, no, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. They first, um, Whoopi Goldberg does breaks character again and does like a weird stand-up comedy routine in front of these the, the gremlin Jawa guys. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, in front yep. of them and Spinner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you remember his name. God bless you. Yeah. Uh, and um, <laughs> and so they recruit their help by through threats. And Spinner becomes the gyro captain and flies them into Elazar mm-hmm. Kane's hideout. Yes. And yes. <sighs> yeah. This I'm just I'm, I'm <laughs> getting exhausted mention, talking about did this. Did we did we mention there's a chimp in the same place that the kid? Oh, is? the kids being held in a in one of the animal yeah. uh, cages, because, and there's and a a small. There's a chimp. Because Which, kids, and I wrote, chimp. of course, there's a chimp. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Because kids, fart right. jokes. <laughs> Chimps. We get everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's moving. Okay. So, yeah. So then. And of course, they become best friends. Right, of course. Yes. Yeah. But, of course. Anyway. Yeah. Of course. He becomes a spirit animal. <laughs> and the chimp knows the whole see no evil routine yeah. as yes, well. Yes, sure does. Which is amazing. Yeah. And this is where we're, we, we are told the second time the villain's plan. About how he's going to make a great arc. He's going to become a, yes. like a god. He finally status. gets yes. his his Bond villain monologue. Yes. Yeah. He's like, look, I have now two Rexes. How wonderful! Whatever. <laughs> Forget my accent. But it's fine. so th- it's he reveals that what we already know, what we've already been told. The, oh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna, we need to touch base. Oh on no, he, no, we the don't bio, know the, the ultimate um, Bioware. Yeah. So we are. It is revealed just before this. Whoopi Goldberg. Is has been implanted with what is called Bioware, which uh, apparently it makes her an android robot. I, was, yeah, she, and she can that's download the whole hybrid stuff. thing. Yeah, yeah. She, can, she can download all sorts of things. I wrote this quote down because this still perplexes me. She says, I, "I'm injected with Bioware." Here's the quote: "I am more human than human." Yeah. What the hell does that mean? I don't yeah. know. I guess I it's the it's the robotic android side of her that gives her superhuman. But there's nothing more human than strength, being human. But, the, but no, there isn't. <laughs> you're human. Then um, you're human. And even and even if this the intention that she's supposed to have some sort of superhuman ability, she never demonstrates them. No, that's correct. Well, until she gets shot. Um, she but I, I guess it's just the whole like the memory aspect she can download stuff yeah. instantly from headquarters it's like but matrix why, I why is she considered a pariah if she has this technology on herself because she's always getting herself into trouble and getting herself blown up because she's been repaired so many times <laughs> you make her sound like a saturday morning cartoon character well i mean that, <laughs> you that's, just made that's that sort shit of up. it's true huh because that's not explained it's not explained but that's the the intimation i got from because the very first line is her when her character is introduced at the beginning of the movie is her partner saying don't oh lord now I thought I you had the back. I should have written it down. You um, just at the front. I thought you had the back. Well, no, no. The very first when they're climbing up onto the roof to to watch the truck chase. Yes. Right. Um, he says, "Don't get your circuits in a wad or something. Right, something like I'm that. tired of sending you in for repairs." 
That's the first line yeah. he says. Yeah. But it, like I, I was still trying to search the screen for who is talking right now. Right. Because it was way down in the bottom right corner, these little oh figures God. climbing up a ladder. Yes. So I barely caught that. I had to rewind and listen to it again to make sure I'd heard that correctly. Well, you're exactly right. The only reason they established this is so that she can get shot, so there can be bullshit stakes thrown in her oh, faces. Yeah. And she's at a commission. She's getting electricity all over her body. Right. right. But that's it. So now it's up so to... It's up to Right Teddy. before, Teddy gets shot. Uh, right. Yes, 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 yes. He actually gets shot with a bullet in the arm. Yes. Uh, yeah. But... He, she also this because before, kids movie. Right. Just before he goes off on his own, she says she gives the whole no gun speech. I believe in you. Don't use guns. Use your brain. Right. Mm -hmm. That's I wrote. Oh my god. Use your brain. Yeah. What? Yes. What? Yeah. Like. And now it suddenly becomes a believe in yourself, kids. Yes. Message movie. Yes. Oh, and, and no violence. Out and of no violence. nowhere. And this is immediately followed by. A car chase with one of the the, the tertiary villain. He's getting away on, on like a jeep or something, and he and Theodore maneuvers him into a billboard, which he, where he blows up and burns to death. Yes. So hey, kids, shooting people is bad, but arson—that's great. It's awesome, especially when Just people blow die. Just blow him up. Oh, yeah. Just blow him up. Yes. So that's what happens, and then he gets. He, then of course he has to. We have to have that scene of him breaking um, Molly Rex out of her frozen state where right. she is. Yes. He, Which she starts yeah. to thaw out before he puts she the She thaws in. out before he even <laughs> destroys the panel <laughs> on the wall. Yeah. Yes. And he is he and of course he disarms the lock mechanism with his tail. Yes. And to which the locking mechanism says ouch. Did it really? I didn't it even said pick ouch. Up. I didn't no. even pick up on that. Uh, okay. Oh god. So uh how does the villain even get stopped again? I'm just well, first, let's talk about the de the detonation clock. Oh, of course. because oh. Shall we? It starts at 100. Oh, yes. I wrote that down. Yes. It starts at 100. Detonation minus, minus 100. 100. Yes. Detonation minus, minus 90. 90. And it's not consistent. Like, you cannot go through the movie and follow when it goes to 85, when it goes to 60. It is, we have it is terrible. We have no idea what unit of time they are right. actually yes. using to measure. No clue. It, it, well, it counts down in tens, but like I said, we don't know. It's not 10 well, seconds. It's not 10 minutes. Well, then it goes into fives, too. It does 85 at one point, and uh. it, does, it makes no sense. Yeah. It makes, but shortly thereafter, the best line in the movie happens, and it's said by Juliet Landau's character. Mm-hmm. Oh, one little prick, and you'll wake up in paradise. It's the best line ever. <laughs> and she said it with no irony With no irony whatsoever. One little prick, because she's talking to Teddy about going to sleep and waking up on the ark and exactly, in this new because paradise. because that's what is finally revealed. That's yes. the big thing. He's going to create another ice age on the planet, and anyone who has the... Ice fish essence in them will just be able to live through it. And, and then when they wake up, it'll just be the couple of humans and the dinosaurs, now that he has two of them, yes. and two of every other animal that he has yes. recreated yeah. in yeah. their own new Garden of Eden. Yes. That's the plan. <sighs> and then something stupid happens and, then, and Teddy hits something with his tail and then the bad guy dies. Yes. And that's, yeah, because he just hands right. over the remote. I mean, at that point, that's all yeah, I Yeah, he just really hands over the remote happening. for the detonation. He just hands it over. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's, he just he, hands he, it over. He hands over the, the remote. Yeah. And Teddy and then, hits it. And then, and then of course, Teddy, and it goes out of orbit. 
Yeah. How does it go out? Of yeah, the orbit? missile goes completely out of Earth's orbit and then magically explodes. Yeah. The only way it could and everything is is okay. Safe. Everything, everybody's Yay. saved. I just wish Yay. Teddy had just said screw it. And, uh, I, I just would I just would have preferred <laughs> Teddy to have said screw it and just shot him. Oh yeah. <laughs> But he can't. No guns. Oh yeah. Use course. your brain. No, or burn Use him. Burn brain. him to death. Burn him. That yeah. seems to be pretty. He seems to be pretty good at that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I mean, that's and then it wraps up somehow. We get the course the police the police commemorative speech giving uh, Teddy. Oh yeah. You know, so we they were wrong about you. And you're a great guy. We're gonna make you a full full blown detective. Full time detective yeah. now. And then he and then, and then he crotch shots the commissioner with his tail. Yep. Yes. On accident. And then we finally see the little kid's dad, which. He's just standing there. And he never God, says anything. I really wanted to meet him in this movie. <laughs> yeah. And then, really important to the plot. Yeah. And then Teddy's like, hey, they told me I get to pick my partner. And Whoopi's like, oh, no, here we go again. Ha, ha, ha. Ah. And then it fades to black. And then we get the title card that says, see ya. And roll credits. Goofy font. Yep. Da, 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 da. AKA, it's, thanks it, for your money. It puts the words, <laughs> see ya, on the screen. And then rolls credits. Yeah. 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 TTY. Because that's how you end fairy tales once upon a time in the future. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. Book. Once upon a time in the future in 1995. Yeah. Oh so God. that's the summarization of the there movie. There you go. We're going to touch on some trivia and yeah. uh, some additional facts, some fun stuff uh, before we wrap today, folks. But before we do, quick word from our sponsors. All right, welcome back. And so, just in some closing, some trivia over this movie. So, as we covered earlier, the movie cost $33.5 million. Uh, gross, I could not find anywhere because it's straight well, to DVD. Because it was straight to, to video. Yeah. Straight to video, or, sorry, DVD. Yeah. Video. yeah. And uh, I want to ask you guys, uh, so there's a little bit of controversy about this movie specifically behind the scenes. Ooh. Oh, right, 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 right. And, uh, Adina, I know that you had a little bit of uh, intel on that. Yeah, she was, um, her contract said... 20 Whoopies. million yeah 20 million for the film mm -hmm. she tried to get out the producer they sued her and she settled for 7 million to stay which was two more million than they really wanted to pay her to stay so she tried to get out and um i i, I applaud her for her efforts efforts for trying to get out it didn't work but then I wonder, okay, so then you, you settle and you decide you're going to stay in this film. Then did she have anything to say about how her, par her character was portrayed or how she was handled? And clearly she did not, or she just yeah. gave up. Mm. And she was nominated for Razzie for this movie. And the only, to date, the only movie, uh, straight to video, ever to be nominated for a Razzie. Yeah. Now, was, wow. was, it, was she sued for $20 million or was she... I think million. her. I think what I mean. I know I can't remember exactly what the twenty million was about. Mm -hmm. um, I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. But they were going to sue her to stay, and so she settled for seven. And sure. then I wrote, "Was it worth it?" Whoopee. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, there's you know, you can put kids through college. You can do a whole lot of stuff with seven million dollars, but then. That's is that's part of your legacy. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then the director retired from directing after this film yep, because the they one. they thought um, he thought that it wasn't marketed properly. Now George Newbern, <laughs> the 
the no, George Newbern, the actor who played Teddy, has actually gone and do a lot more voice work, and you would never guess a lot of his credits. He is credited as voicing Steve Trevor from Justice League, oh. uh, mm. Superman, as well, and uh, Sephiroth from the English tra- from the English voice casts of the uh, Final like, Fantasy games and movies. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, kind of badass. I mean, when he was compare. Superman in the Injustice game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And it's not like these were terrible and he was actors. Also the I mean, Armin Mueller-Stahl. Right, right, yeah. right. Because that's, that's how that I remember him. That's that yeah. guy. Yep. And Armin Mueller-Stahl is a phenomenal actor. A very well-regarded yeah. actor. Yeah. And yeah, and and then like you said, Bud Court. It, and and so and one of the questions I had afterwards watching this was, okay, so what did they expect? What did they hope for this? Was it a merchandising thing? Were they hoping that they could cash in on the dinosaur stuff and everything like that? Like, I, what? I have a feeling that's exactly what they were going for, especially, like I said, that, that whole contrast between the grid, which is where all the gritty, dark stuff happened, and then right. Dinosaur World, which was this... Happy, bright, colorful, happy, happening place, and it right. seemed like all the dinosaurs were happy characters. And and the, even though most of the main characters we meet were Rexes, they did have different. They did have different dinosaurs, dinosaurs. in the the bar scenes. It, it seemed to me that this was more. This could have worked better as a TV show than a movie. Yeah. If, if you made, or you know, or if yeah. you just made better decisions, and I, and, I, and I have a feeling maybe that's maybe what they wanted to go for, and the studio was like, uh, "We can't have," or any of the networks were like, "No, somebody else already has a dinosaur dinosaur show right now. True, we can't get away with two of them." Mm. So Sarah was what they got right. Well, Sarah and, got the, and, yeah. and the bag, the bag guy. The bag, mm-hmm. the the puppet in the bag, because oh. I love him. Oh, the him. puppet in the bag. bag guy, like Elazar oh, no. was okay. Yeah, no, the, the puppet guy, in the, the bag, and the, the other pup, the caterpillar yeah. that turns into the butterfly. Yeah. Like when it, the caterpillar like stands up. Yeah. And it's got a beautiful features yeah. on its face, and it's a lovely puppet, and you cannot see how they are operating. No, it. I saw, you I saw can't. him when he came up. Oh, you didn't? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't see it. I, I saw him at that part, but. But I would watch let, a whole let, show about the. Let me the, live my fantasy of it being a good puppet. Yes. But. But I would I would watch a whole show of that of that puppet in the bag. Hmm. He was awesome. Thank goodness. I loved him. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. But I, th- but I, th- I, and yeah, th- I think that's pretty much that's all it. they really that's got, they got right. I just really, the, the thing that bummed me the most was just the inconsistency with, with your character. I don't know if it was the director or if just the way that they edited the wrong takes right. together, but it, Whoopi's performance is so inconsistent. And I don't think it's because she just, wasn't into it or no, didn't care. I, I don't. Think I so think either. there were moments where she was actually trying. Yeah. Well, during her little stand-up scene, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. The rest well, of that and yeah. even the action scenes. I mean, she she, she did a pretty decent job. Yeah. But nothing really. But sparked her changing. No. Yeah. But then, uh, yeah, yeah. But she would be kind of mer in one scene and then right. upbeat and spry and in another. She'll be making noises at dogs. And then right. she makes weird noises at dogs. And then Teddy makes weird noises. A yeah. lot. <laughs> I think, like in the scene where he where he sees when we see Molly for the first time yeah. and he's lusting after her, like they were so trying to go for the Tex Avery Wolf scene mm-hmm. from the mask. Yes, kill me. And they couldn't do it they because do. they still had to stay within the bounds of our puppet will only do this. Yep. So he just kept going. I mean, just it made no sense. So I guess a lesson we can give all of you uh, filmmakers out there. If you ever make a movie that involves a big, expensive puppet like that, (laughs) make sure you don't give it something that it cannot do. Exactly. 
But that's going to be about it for our episode today, folks. Again, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, some plenty more bad movies to come. All oh, you yes. sadists out there. Okay, I've got this very picky partner. Besides being loud, obnoxious, and very pushy, she's a joy to work with. Ella, this is not undercover. Push the button. Ella, undercover, por favor, please. Uh, next time it is it's Pat. Pray for us. Oh, oh,